Hey everyone, and welcome back to the Be a Dreamcatcher podcast. I'm your host, Jesse Lynn, and let me tell you, I am sitting down with a phenomenal guest today. If you don't know who this lady is, shame on you. You need to go check her out. She is an internationally acclaimed model, actress, film and television star, uh, I mean, spokesperson, producer, author, fundraiser, proud mother of three, and then, of course, my favorite, which, of course, anything horses is going to be fun, but the founder and president of Triple H, which stands for Hope and Healing of Hill and Glade Farms. I am sitting down with Jennifer O'Neill. How are you doing today? I'm doing great, you shiny little thing. Oh! (laughs) (laughs) We've already talked a lot about horses. Couldn't come in without seeing you honking truck. I know. It, I couldn't sneak up on anybody if yeah. I tried. It's, it's it, awesome. Well, thank you. Thank you. And, you know, you have such a phenomenal story. And, and of course, we're going to talk horses and all of that. But, you know, I am so interested because your backstory and, I, I mean, everything you've done in your life to now is, oh my gosh, people can only dream of it. Well, it's, it, 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 it's gone from dreams to insane, or uh, my autobiography is appropriately titled Surviving Myself. So I've had a life that um, uh, I came to my faith in Jesus Christ late at 38 years old, and God has used all of the craziness in my life to give me opportunities and platforms to uh, address a myriad of, of issues from pro-life to equine-assisted therapy to uh, writing seven books, to doing conferences, to addressing all of those issues in films. I've done over 38 films. And so um, I, it's just been all over the map, and I'm about to be 74. And Golly. we just built a chapel on the property here at the farm, which is 20 minutes from downtown Nashville. And um so I had some pastors for the weekend and dedicated the the chapel, and they merrily told me, prophesied that I was just beginning. Oh my <laughs> God! It's like, wait a minute, no! It's like, no, wait a minute. Yeah. So, well, see, and and this is what we were just talking about off air. Is this is what this podcast is about? Yes. It's for people of all ages. Yes. It's look, your dream doesn't have to be when you're young and spry and you know just a wee little seed growing up. It can be. I mean. And you can wow. recycle them. God will yes. recycle your dreams. So as an example, I, I think I came out of my mother's womb loving horses. Yeah. And they didn't get it. They didn't understand it. They didn't support it. So I started working as a Ford model for CoverGirl when I was 15 to buy a horse. And I've had the pleasure of their company ever since. Wow. Um, and and I, they're just magnificent animals, and I bred for 40 years and all of that. Well, that was a fulfilled dream. Meanwhile, I was making movies. and I'm kind of like you, or you do a million things. Um, but the <laughs> horses were always that anchor, that emotional anchor. And um, I, I, don't, I wouldn't say they preceded my kids or my grandchildren, but... Pretty close. Pretty close. <laughs> They're that <laughs> yeah, close there. second. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so when I I showed the A circuit and did the hunter jumpers and all of that, uh, and now I don't bounce, as I was telling you <laughs> that well. <laughs> so I'm trying to easy. take care of myself. I've broken everything but the kitchen sink. Oh, um, gosh. Showing and jumping. Uh, so 10 years ago or 11 years ago, my husband and I bought this farm. Yeah. There wasn't a fence, a stick, nothing on it. And the house was kind of sliding down the hill oh no oh geez and, uh, now it's a complex um and 
I realized at that time that I wanted to recycle my dream of what horses gave me. I have a passion about the military. My dad was a war hero in World War II. Right. And, um, and then I was married, the father of my third child, uh, to a Marine uh, f- from Vietnam. And he's 100% disabled with PTSD. Dang. So there's a lot of shock and awe in life today. Dreams, right. I, I'll tell your audience, hold on to them. Never th- think they're gone. Uh, they may take longer um, than you want, but God's got perfect timing. Oh, yes, he, he does. he loves persistence. Oh, yeah. And he loves passion. And for me, all the glory goes to God. So, Amen. I expect <laughs> I expect everything. <laughs> I, but you know that's that's funny though because um, our pastor actually just talked about this the other day. If you don't expect something good to happen, yes, what do you expect to happen? Anything? Yes. Nothing. You have the, to the worst, or you have to have that expectancy of something good is going to happen today, tomorrow, exactly, and the next day. Yes. And I think it's so hard to get people. People to understand that um, persistence is key in catching your dreams. It is. It's not an overnight success story. Some no. people do have a tendency, they might fall into it a little easier, but I'll tell you, they certainly don't have their unfair share of trials because most of the time when that happens, they're actually tried harder than those that may take a little longer. Well, it develops character, first right. of all. And as a horse person, we both understand that if you look down at the ground when you're riding, that's where you're going to end up. Right. Uh, eyes up, look ahead. Um, exactly. Yep. <laughs> and, and and when you have your eyes up and open, just metaphorically in life, uh, and you have a positive attitude, an expectant attitude, and not a lazy attitude, and all through the Bible it talks about that. Stick out your withered hand, and God will meet you. That's right. Um, he sometimes knows the best path for you or the best dream yeah your your dream come true may not be the one you thought when you were 16 that's right but there are increments of Mm -hmm. dreams and they can we've served over 4,000 military here with equine assisted therapy (sighs) since 2010 and it's all free of charge for them so it's a passion to be able to build this complex out my husband is in the music business as you are yes and uh he had a a a something called Douglas Corner Cafe, which was a landmark for 33 years. And it is now on the farm. Because of COVID, we brought the studio here. So it's not where it was, but it is where it is now. And all new things are going to happen. And we're going to be filming we have we're like a little studio here I love um it. back lot of paramount if you will yeah uh, we have a movie that i wrote that we should be filming hopefully this year because covid oh, put exciting. it off so uh i see people heal i see their dreams getting fingers in the fur i i always call this uh disneyland with fur disneyland with fur um, i love it and love it. and it's just it makes your heart sing when you can see other people's dreams come true as well. People who come and say, "I've I've never touched a horse. Right. I've never." And you don't need to. Uh, all our therapies and equine therapy is in the pen and it's uh, from the ground. And it's all right. about communication and trust and everything that you can take uh, and apply to your life mm-hmm. and is uh, also biblically sound. Sound, it's not, yeah. yes. It's funny, you know, growing up in the horse industry, and and like you said, you you think you came out of your mom's womb loving horses. Right. Um, 
you know, I, I was fortunate enough to grow up in a family that was vested in the horses. Yes. My mom's a former Miss Rodeo Alabama, former rodeo, I'm so con- jealous. <laughs> rodeo contestant. You know, they're all from Oklahoma. So yeah. the rodeo circuit's really in the blood. But sure. then so is the music aspect of things. Sure. My, my great grandmother, who I'm named after, toured on the gospel circuit with the original Blackwood Brothers, wow. the Stamps Baxter Quartet. And, um, you know, we uh, just uh, brought up some. Um, in our interviews yesterday, some old names that I haven't heard in a while, but right. my great grandmother knew. And I was also, my, I always asked my grandmother and her twin sister, I'm like, why didn't y'all go on mm-hmm. and do this? And she said, well, you know, uh, dad wasn't, you know, he was for it. Mom just didn't want to sing it in the honky tonks. Yeah. And, you know, they got married, liked a month being 18 and had a dual wedding. And I always asked her, I said, do you regret not doing it? She said, you know, I don't regret not having my kids or my, you know, the life that I had. She said, but we could have made it had we gone on. And mm-hmm. she said, I know that. And probably one of the biggest things that I've taken from both my mom and her is, do what you want to do and love what you do. Yeah. Because, I, and, and I always tell people, I never want to look back from, you know, 40 years from now and say, mm-hmm. man, I wish I could have when I should have and done all of that. Yeah, there are, there are different types of people. Yeah. And to be encouraged today is, is imperative because everything, the shock and awe of life and the uncertainties of it, I, I, I can only imagine what it's like to be a young person right yeah. now. It's very confusing because dreams were uh, just part of my fabric. Right. I, 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 I was always very fanciful in inventing and talk to imaginary horses when I couldn't have one and all of right. that. Um, but I'm also very persistent. We talked about that before, but that is really a key element. Mm-hmm. You can't be a half-empty glass person, right? really, and get your dreams done. You have to be bold yep. as you can. Uh, and in, and believe in yourself because God gave you every little bit of those right. desires. He didn't, they just don't come out of you from nowhere. From nowhere. Um, they're placed inside of you, these dreams, these desires. Um, but he also will help you if you don't give up. That's right. And don't you ask. Up. One of the biggest lessons I've learned this year, we, we talked a little bit about, um, you know, I was just recently crowned Miss Rodeo USA. I know. Congrats. And thank you. And it's so funny because, you know, here the music stuff's been going along fantastic. Everything's growing. Even during COVID, we were blessed. We went back out on the road during COVID because wow. when all the major labels shut down, we went to work. Right. And um, it was funny, though, this, this year leading up to this pageant in particular, I haven't been in Rodeo Queen pageants in over 10 years. Wow. So, I mean, I guess you could really say I was kind of retired because I sold everything. And when um, January of 2021 rolled around, I swear it hit me like a ton of bricks. And it's like the Lord said, you need to run for Miss Limestone County Sheriff's Rodeo and go to Miss Rodeo USA. Yeah, and that's when you have to listen and trust. Yes. It's like, it's what, God? Yes. Did I hear that, that right? That is exactly what I did. And I'm sitting here going, I'm scratching my head going, what? Yeah. But, what? Mm-mm. Get thee behind me, Satan. What you trying to do over here? You know, being all... Mm-mm. And I, it, it came up again a little yeah. later. And so I started kind of praying and meditating on it and talking to some people that are, are my, prairie, my prayer warriors around me that right. I, I talk to about right. things and said, hey, I want you guys to be in prayer with me about this. And um, my first question was, well, Lord, what about my music? I've worked so hard to 
to to build this and you've right. gotten me to this point and the exact words he said is trust me i've got trust it trust me and you can do both you know yeah. i would i had this vision when i moved to this house and my husband would get up in the morning and he'd say where'd that barn come from <laughs> yeah <laughs> when did you do that yeah exactly and uh i've just always been like that very tenacious like like you are it's what it takes it takes you yeah. you can expand your territory you can do more than one thing although i have to say that a lot of times people um uh, they, if they, if you're doing too many different things, mm-hmm. uh, sometimes you don't have the focus to really do well in one. Yep. And the eyes up situation I was talking about is that God will put people, uh, situations, opportunities in front of you, but if you're half asleep, you're not going to see them. Right. And once you miss them, they're in your rear view mirror. Yep. So and there's no going back. Yeah. Usually. So really staying attuned to what he's presenting to you uh, and, and what your natural tendencies are. And what, what, what do you get up in the morning and you're excited? You can't right. wait to get out of bed. Uh, drudgery is not what he has planned for us. And right. especially if you give him the glory. Oh, no, Because yeah, he's a fanciful God. Absolutely. Well, and, and you know, what I, I think a lot of people miss is um, the Lord means us no harm. He actually takes delight in Mm -hmm. helping us fulfill what it is that we want to do because he created us with that love and that passion. And I remember when um, I graduated college and my dad, very hard worker, he's retired military. Um, Unfortunately, when he came back from Iraq, he suffered from PTSD as well and um, has actually was hurt in the line of duty. Um, He's had a lot of stuff since then, but um, having the horses on site's nice. He's got his favorite. That's Jet. That's my 14-year-old gilding that I've had since he was a baby. And, um, you know, my dad told me, he said, okay, it's time for you to go get a state job and, you know, have a job of benefits and all this and retirement and I'm just kind of looking at him like, okay, it's okay. It'll be fine. <laughs> and um, I'm like, I, I, I've worked at a desk job. Mm-hmm. and I can't even imagine you. I can't. I can't that. do it. And it's it's not necessarily that I can't. It's my personality and the, the knowing that there's something bigger out there for me yeah. is... I could not sit still. And I finally told him, and this was right after we had gotten a phone call from the Oak Ridge boys asking if we'd come open a show for them. Cool. And I finally told him, I said, Dad, I said, kudos to you and Mom for working all of these years and having great state jobs and everything else that has afforded me the opportunities to go and travel and all of this. I said, but I cannot sit at a desk for 20 years knowing that there was something greater planned for me. Well, it's, you know, there's nothing wrong with sitting at a desk. Right. And um, some people are more adventurous than others. I'm adventurous. And (laughs) and in talking about your mom, she, you know, had a family, and Mm -hmm. sometimes you have to do what you have to do. That's right. So there's nothing wrong with that. And you plan your life uh, around how tenacious you are about your dreams right in other words if you, you put yourself in a position with kids and responsibility then the responsible thing to do is maybe that desk job but somehow you have to find 
in the the filler times right. uh, or the joy that your mom had with the kids or whatever. I was the only one. Oh, okay. <laughs> and she and she thanks the good I Lord. I think you're enough. <laughs> I am. I'm plenty. <laughs> I I asked her one time. We have a high rate of twinning in our family, and. Uh, my my grandmother and her twin sister were the fourth consecutive set in our in our family. Wow. I told mom, I said, "What would you do if there were two of me?" She said, "I commit myself." She's like, <laughs> "Having you's having four. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, thank you. I'm glad you love me." <laughs> well, it's it. Uh, yeah, it, I, it it depends, but I I think your show is awesome because the umbrella of the show is don't stop dreaming right. and keep trying and disappointment is is tragic right uh and we have to be a little thicker skinned mm-hmm. i was in a business uh making movies or modeling which i didn't really care for cover girl was great i did it for 30 years and i'm in the smithsonian for one of the longest running contracts awesome. at, and they were great people but generally modeling i didn't care for i just did it to get the horses right. acting i really <laughs> really liked but you've got to be that's not where your value is and not knowing the lord until i was 38 years old the yardstick of my value was uh, the only way i made it was that i was tenacious and but that didn't mean that i didn't have hurt feelings all the time and thinking about what other people thought of me that's not the yardstick no it's what god thinks about you and and anyone who's listening that doesn't know jesus get to know him Mm -hmm. uh, and then read in the bible what god thinks of you right because he loves you madly and he wants the best for you uh and he wants to fulfill those dreams and he wants you to know him and give him the glory so um in the business I was, I, as you, when you talk to people, whether they're 70, in my com- conferences, I have 17, 13-year-olds yeah. and 70 or 80-year-olds because those desires never change. Right. And you want to pass the baton on to the younger generation with the, the, the correct, um, as I say, yardstick. How do you how do you shape your life? What what is your value? What are your natural tendencies? And put it in a package and let God have it. Absolutely. You know, it's funny we we touched a little bit on this last year's been probably one of my most exciting, challenging, victorious, successful, frustrating years of my life. And the reason I say that is because I was learning how to walk and trust God with everything and and truly hand it over and say, Lord, I'm handing you this. You've given it to me. Yes. But I've got to give it back to (laughs) you if I expect to continue to do what I want to do and enjoy it. And, you know, I have, I still coach and train young equestrian students and um, I don't train a lot of horses anymore for clients, just too many issues with people and um horses were always great sometimes the people not so much yeah <laughs> but um it's funny you know i have students that range from age six mm-hmm. all the way to adult clients and it's funny the kids attitudes and the adults attitudes right. around the horses are almost exactly the same they've gone back into a load of a, a mode of learning mm-hmm. and to watch the adults, it's fun. It's always fun to see the kids, see how that little light bulb come on and yeah. be like, oh, that's what we're doing. But then to see an adult right. have that moment right. and with that animal and create that bond and it lock in key, 
And then they're able to step onto that next goal that they have. Uh, absolutely. Oh, my gosh. There's not a feeling that can replace that. Well, there, you know, and it's interesting uh, being an overachiever. And I thought that I had to get straight A's, which I had in school, to get my parents' attention and all of that, which is not the economy of, of Jesus. Right. Salvation is a gift and all of that. But I was really excited when I heard there are rewards in heaven. Yes. And there are different different kinds of joy and the the most uh, fantastic people I know are the people that give of themselves right. because they're not self-centered about what they want but they can see that light bulb go off and get as much joy out of that as if they were sitting on the horse themselves oh yeah so there's always a, a place um, to find a passion but Absolutely. life should be passionate. Oh, most definitely. And, you know, it's it's funny. You talk about the therapeutic writing. One of the greatest places, I think, as a kid that I, that I grew up in and gained a early respect for giving to others was our 4-H program. Right. And I spent 14 years in 4-H, um, you know, tons of blessings and accolades to that point. But it was the learning to love on others yes. versus yes. of self that I really think that's what my true passion is. Yeah. Regardless of, you know, yeah, we can go ride horses all day long. Um, go put me on a stage somewhere. We'll sit and have worship session. It doesn't yeah. bother me yeah. in the least bit. Yeah. But being able to establish that type of relationship with somebody. You're very fortunate and, that you had that surrounding you. Oh, it was fantastic. But you know what? I almost didn't know what I had. Well, I, I know I know what you're talking about. And another another way of, of uh, checking yourself are your motives. Yes. And why am I doing this? Am I doing this really? Forge is a, a great organization. Mm -hmm. And uh, I never had those opportunities. And they're, they're treasured. Um, so you've been surrounded with a lot of support. No wonder you are who you are. Oh, thank you. Because <laughs> cause you're, a, you're a light beaming. Oh, and, thank you. And your passion for everything is uh, just equal by the, your other passions. So you thank can do you. multiple things. But when we first met and, and you talked about inspiring people, I could see how much you cared right. about not having that light go out. Yes. In people's hearts or eyes, that, that yes. gleam, that excitement. And um, coming 74, I said, I still have it. I, I just, I did sessions yesterday. I am sore. <laughs> well, that's okay. But, that's part of it. You know, it. they said, you're going to keep doing this. I said, I know. I'm going to find someone like you to <laughs> do, do it. And I'm going to do the other parts. Yeah. Well, I, I do want to talk about um, Hill and Glade. And, and I love just, we could sit here and have an hour long session on this. But um, I want to make sure we're cognizant of everybody else's time listening and yours yes. as well. Um, I want to talk about, you, you said Hill and Glade became... A, a foundation and, and the idea came to life in 2010. And I know y'all work specifically with veterans or, mm -hmm. um, you well, know. we're opening it up now. Oh, you're opening to, it up. Okay. Fantastic. To everybody. Yeah. Fantastic. Well, it's, it, it does. When I was reading the brochures and everything that you sent me, I, I have that special place for the military family yes. and, and everything else and, and know what it's like to be a family that's got a member going through PTSD and right. to see that restoration take place and yeah and everything and I, I want to talk about your mission a little bit um I know we were talking about it earlier um is to renew your hearts 
restore relationships and rebuild lives. Yes. I, I love that. Tell me how, and I know obviously after finding the Lord, finding that great place, tell me how this has just gone from 2010 to now. How has it just blossomed? It's, uh, well, I always say that God was in a good mood when he made a horse. Yes, he was. Because horses are are valiant. They're very special animals. They're not like a dog that may naturally just come up to you and wag its tail. Right. um, Unless it's been abused or something. I love all animals. But a horse will assess. Mm -hmm. They're a mirror uh, to your soul. Yeah. And they don't, they, they communicate, they, a horse has 17 expressions just on his face. Yeah. Um, so if you don't know anything about a horse, you don't have to, but what you create in the healing of, especially PTSD, shock and awe, um, hypervigilance or distance where you just zone off, you have to be present mm-hmm. when you're uh, in the round pen with a horse at liberty, which means it's not doesn't have a halter on it, doesn't no, have anything. No attachments, people. <laughs> That's right. And you create a level of communication. So let me give you an example really quickly. Okay. I had a, a, a fellow that was a Vietnam vet that came here and wanted to volunteer. And he was here for a few months and um, loved the horses. And he came in one day and he said, Jen, I have to tell you this story. I went home uh, yesterday and my wife was sitting at the table and she had an odd expression on her face and she had papers in her hand and she said, these are divorce papers. And she said, I was going to give them to you today, but I just want to know who you are. What has happened to you? What has happened to you? Because... When you used to come home, it was like a storm was coming in. And everything was self-centered about your pain and your hurt. And I was invisible to you. And I had reached the end of my rope. And lately, you come in and you're present and you're communicating to me. And you ask me how my day was. And it's not all about you. And he, he said, I told her it's the horse's. Um, when he first came here, he was a storm and the horses turned their back on him. Yeah. And then he learned he just, because they mirrored him. Mm -hmm. And when a horse at Liberty comes up and hooks onto you, it's called, uh, connects so that when you back up and invite them in your space, um, and they come to you and just love on you. Uh, it's, it's the most amazing thing to see. There was a, another couple, um, a, a dad who has been in the military for for 28 years, and her, his wife had left because of a, a loss, and he had two sons, and he was so worried about them because of right. their pain and their loss. So the three of them came, and we work with the boys with the smaller horses, and I work with this man who loved his kids so much, and I gave him my horse, Handsome. Yeah. I said, why don't you come in the pen? And my horse came in, and he just said, he gave, we do verbal and body language. So he said, um, trot, yeah. rather loud. My horse took off and ran around the ring in circles. And he said, what am I doing? What am I doing? I right. said, do you talk to your boys the way you talk to him? Yeah. And he said, oh, my gosh, I guess I do. Yeah. It's military. And I said, try and talk to the horse and and softer and get a relationship and get trust built and so forth he he emailed me that when they got in the car and the boys had their own experience 
that he had a conversation the likes of which he's never had with them wow. because he asked asked them how they were feeling. And it wasn't that he didn't care. Boy, this man loved his boys. But it's your presentation. And he didn't realize it until the horse showed him. Wow. And then I had a lady who came in who was pregnant, and I have a mare here who was a brood mare and, and just uh, had her own PTSD when she came here, and she didn't trust people, and she was just used for that, and now she's the sweetest horse we have. Oh, I well, that. I had this lady who was pregnant in a group, and I asked her to come in the ring because this horse is so quiet, but she just attends to what she's supposed to do, and she doesn't hook on necessarily. She's right. pretty independent. So we go over and say hello to the horse, and this horse put her head on the baby bump and followed that woman around. Like I said, whatever you're going to call your child, you got to call it JB. That's the name of the horse because the horse was commiserating with her. (laughs) Right. She knew exactly what was going on. There's so many stories we have like that. I have chills on just that. That is insane. Well, I know we're starting to run out of time here Mm -hmm. a little bit. So if people want to check out all of the amazing things that you guys are doing here, tell them how they can connect with you guys, how they can keep up with you. um, And then what is one piece of advice that you'd give to the dream catchers out there? Okay. Well, uh, first of all, our our website is hillenglade, H-I-L-L-E-N-G-L-A-D-E dot org. We're a 501c3 since 2005. Um, so we have ministry. Um, we've just opened up the farm also to a for-profit side. So if people need help, we have suites to stay here. We do weddings. We do all kinds of things. And 100% of it goes to help the military. And everything that we do with them is free of charge. So Fantastic. we have a another... If you go to hillandglade.org, that's the easiest way to find us. We have a Facebook. And we can keep you posted on... Uh, and you can just call and you'll get me, Jen. I like to be called Jen. Jen, got it. Yay. And... Um, <laughs> Dream, dream as big as you can because it's it's going to be smaller than what God has intent in 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 plan for you. It's, his dreams for us are bigger than we could ever imagine. So dream with him. That's right. Yeah, he's a great partner. Oh, I love it. Well, thank you so so much for being on the podcast today. I greatly appreciate it so very much. And folks, like Jen said, make sure you go out, check out all of the amazing things that they are doing right here on this beautiful farm. And trust me, if you just want to come out for a visit, come out and visit. It would be so worth it. And just go check everything out. You guys have been listening to the Be a Dreamcatcher podcast. Go ahead and saddle on up. We're going to head around from the campfire and head on down to the next trail. We'll see you guys on the next episode. Episode.